Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Higher State. My name is Dr. Ira Price, and we talk about all things related to cannabis, both medically and lifestyle and recreation. We try to bridge the gaps. We try to do all the fun stuff. And uh, one of the things that we've been doing lately, which is part of our new uh, uh, format, which I probably don't have to say again, is we go through literature. Today we're talking about something that's really interesting because... uh, how often do we hear that um, with cannabis legalization, we, um, we're going to see a massive rise or we have seen a massive rise and I have some, some, like, some news articles saying how much cannabis is rising in the youth and all the detriments that, you, that the youth are going to have from cannabis. Uh, so we decided to uh, look at a paper that was literally just published in a really good journal called BMJ. Um, Published on July 10th. Am I right? I may have lied about that. Mm. Dr. Vicky. It just says, I just see uh, 2019 at the bottom. Maybe. Pretty sure. No audio on Vicky at all. No audio on Vicky? No. Vicky, keep talking. Okay. It was accepted on June 12th. Oh, yeah. It doesn't actually say that right. July 10th, 2019. There you go. Oh, man. Oh, are we dealing with another screwed up thing? Yep. Yeah. But I bought a new cord, even. Um, this is... You keep buying the cheap shit. No, I bought some good shit this time. Can you talk, Vicky? Yeah, keep um, Yeah, I'd also like to say that you're not using your swear jar. Oh, right. <laughs> can you hear her at all? Like I can hear her now. Ten swear words. You need to bring her mic up a little bit, and yeah. it'll be fine. It's crank. Okay, okay keep talking. Okay. okay. Come a little closer, then. Is she talking like, even down a little bit? Even like no, 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 like yeah, right, no, 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 right <laughs> at your mouth, like like this. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, keep talking. Okay, I'm like to just EQ right You talk very quietly. Only like when maybe you should put your face in, in it. Face. <laughs> Usually, I'm pretty loud. All right. No, she, she's good now. Oh, okay, great. So we've got a. We need a new mixer. Yeah. Oh, you should have brought that damn (laughs) one today. It was... Why? Oh, Well, I mean, it might have helped in this circumstance. Oh, are you saying that by next week, I'm going to have, like, or if I go get this thing you tell me, it'll have all the inputs too, and I don't need this thing? Yeah, man. Amazon Prime, bro. Can you order it? Can you just order this shit? I'll do it while we're sitting here. Okay, cool. Uh, Okay, um, so what the hell was I even talking about today? I don't know, but there sounds like there's feedback on you. Well, there's feedback. Like yeah, I can hear myself. Yeah. Where am I hearing myself? Through the speaker. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Because I was listening <laughs> to it. And, yeah. Oh, because that's, that's, that's why I can't have it too loud, right? Because it'll start to... You, I'm telling you, I up. smell... Bur- I like the sound of that. <laughs> I feel like I could hear my own voice. You a little bit of an echo. I feel important. <laughs> this is awesome. Feels like you're talking this to stadium. Hello, 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 hello. I kind of. I am your leader. Yeah, no, I like this. Uh, you know, I don't usually like to sound my own voice, but right now I hear like two voices. <laughs> what are you trying to say there? We can't even hear you. You talk so softly, Vicky. What's that? Did you find what I need? Oh, is is that a switcher? This no, this is the whole interface. Okay, get let's buy an interface. Two hundred dollars. That's great. Just bill me for it. Maybe we should focus, guys. Okay, fine. Oh, yeah, we have the one who's telling us to focus yes. again. <laughs> okay, there's always one person here who wants us to stay on task. Okay, but before we get started with that, let's just go through some of the news of the week. 
So I think that there's an interesting study that came out this week that has nothing or nothing to do really with uh, what we're going to be talking about, but is interesting. We all know that there is something called cannabis use disorder. Uh, cannabis use disorder is like uh, like what happened is like an addiction to cannabis, but instead of the addiction, it's an abuse issue, and it affects your life and does all these things. So I would say addiction is like a uh, layman's term. Right, like that's like addiction has connotation, right? Yes, you are an addict. I don't what. Stop, don't be smart on this <laughs> damn podcast. We don't want smart people here. Okay, once you start bringing the real science in, and the, listen, we're like start looking down at your jacket yeah, and going like, what yeah, the? yeah. I'm gonna put this on you. Um, okay, listen. Sorry, explain Sorry. that again, Doctor Squizato. Well, addiction is like a, a judgment. It's not a medical term that we use, right? We use um like substance use disorder no we use addiction a dsm-4 talks about addiction but addiction has to affect social issues no right addiction is like a social term it's not right it's not a medical diagnosis um i didn't know that medical diagnosis i don't know about that alcohol use disorder or opioid use disorder it's always a disorder yeah you're right cannabis use disorder yes is something addiction is the is the effect of the disorder Right. Or a term a used to communicate it is, it's a term. to people. Yeah, it, it's not, um, but it's not a medical. Difference. But what defines? But there is. If you look at the DSM four, even though we use the DSM five now, what's the DSM? Uh, so it okay. What is the DSM? It's the di- diagnostic statistics manual. Uh, it's used in um, psychiatry. psychiatry. It's yeah. psychiatry that that lists all of the diseases yeah. that can possibly be related to psychiatrists. I'm, I'm and fairly it's certain does that standardize it. like and in the criteria for substance use disorder, there's abuse addiction and is not a term that's used in it. It's it, like use with... Um, I'm going to say that it is and we're going to Google it right now. I think they have like tolerance, mm-hmm. dependence in Search there, keyword. affects uh, social... Uh, functioning affects work functioning and spending greater amounts of time trying to access and use <laughs> and addiction DSM for right there we go but we use the DSM five now but screw DSM-5. that substance abuse and substance consistently find that a single construct of addiction that combines right. abuse and it because it abuse it well right so yeah. I just don't know. Would, I think it, it's when you, you talk about addiction, it's abuse plus dependence plus it socially has to affect you. Right. The, it's the social effect that creates addiction. Now, there's a lot of different definitions of addiction. Okay, I'm just going to agree okay, with it says, her. It says in the, the, fifth, the fifth edition of the Diagnostics and Statistics Manual, as compared to the DSM-4, the DSM-5's chapters on addiction was changed from substance-related disorders to substance-related and addictive disorders. Da-da-da-da! So I win! Do I win? <laughs> kind of. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But that, was that an actual quote from the DSM-5? It's No, they changed the title of the, uh, the chapter. Oh, okay. Ah, so. uh, right. doctor. I, I honestly, would, I'm. I would say they say, oh, but she's like, still gonna. There's, they spe- they like specifically they specifically list nine types of substance addictions within this category: alcohol, caffeine, cannabis, hallucinogens, yeah. inhalants, I opioids, finally sedatives. I one hip, thing on doctor's Are you sure? About yeah, hypnotic. Are you sure she can't axial. agree? See, I wasn't I willing to agree. agree. Now it's, she won't this, agree. It's a government oh, website too, though. I love it. It's the Ow? NCBI dot L dot L- Don't knock N-L- Dr. P, huh? I wish I had I want to do the happy dance. 
But what? Yeah. What is this? This is. I'm the, usually never oh, correct. It's the United <laughs> U.S. National Library of Medicine. Yeah. Well, shh, we're gonna pretend that's real. I don't know if you're actually. That is real. Oh, it it's is. A, it's a .gov website, though. Yeah, but yeah. like. It's gotta be real, then. Are you reading a review of the DSM five? No, it's not a review. No, it's not a review. Reading, uh, like it's, reading a clip from. It's DSM-5. look. It's from. It's written by this John E. Grant doctor. It's an abstract. Oh, it's a journal article. It's an article. Different definitions of addiction. Yeah, they they define it now. Just saying. Okay. I mean, it, we we're probably both right. Okay, for argument's <laughs> sake, I'm just gonna say that I'm right. Yeah. But I'm usually never right when Doctor Squizzato starts saying stuff because all these people have all this knowledge. She remembers things. Mm. She knows these things. I'm just happy. Memories of mother. That yeah. That I just like <laughs> yo. I may have even just you know. I'm just happy. <laughs> now you made my day. I finally, I finally am correct. I'm going to be doing this in the background. <laughs> can, can you, right, so, she's not going to let it go. Pulled up the DSM five. She's, she's yeah, she's going to be right. constantly knocking you down. I'm going to be researching. Yeah, really no, I'm research just saying I'm right. Like okay. Anyways, let's go back to what we're talking about. So, when talking about cannabis use disorder and how to treat it. The treatment for cannabis use disorder, they suggest in a study that was published in JAMA, which is pretty huge. It's a, you know, we've reviewed articles in JAMA before. That was the 2015 one. They suggest that potential treatment for cannabis use disorder is cognitive behavioral therapy plus cannabis. What? Yes. Huh? To like slowly wean you off? Yeah, so yeah. the same way that, well, I, we're all saying, yeah, but like I'm saying, in medical cannabis plus CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, I just CBT. thought it was kind of neat. Uh-oh, here she well, goes. No, no, no. She's going to prove something. We discussed something. this like earlier, and makes sense. People with opioid use disorders, we give them opioids to get off opioids. Mm. So It'd be too it does make sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. just cold turkey it. Or, they could cold turkey it, but that you have like... Then you have to go through withdrawal, and not everyone wants to go through withdrawal, right? What, is that, what, what withdrawal from weed? Like depressed, irritable, oh. more mood things. Okay. May even feel more pain too. So, right? like solved by going out and working out and shit. Potentially, yeah. yeah okay. Al, what's your yeah. thoughts there, buddy? Well, I was just gonna say, isn't an addiction like can't an addiction be to anything? Pretty much. Yeah, well, you I mean, could. Yes. Yeah. Any, so that's the definition of addiction. It has to affect your life, no matter what. Yes. What? Um, there was one that was like a compulsive buying. Was it right? Like, like no matter addiction. what addiction you have or what definition of addiction you use, it has to. It has to affect your life in a negative way. Uh oh, Vicky's looking. Uh oh, Vicky's got something. <laughs> See her face. She's yeah, doing. I haven't, I haven't read everything yet. <clears throat> I just. <laughs> All right. All right. So, by, by the way, uh, hi again. I don't know why I'm saying that. Anyway, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so that's one piece of news today that I think was super interesting. Anybody else believe that was interesting, or is that just me? Um, I saw that article this morning, and I was like, huh. Yeah. There's also this CBD guys, these Christian book distributors <laughs> that can't help you with your cannabis order, so stop calling them. <laughs> That's what it says, Christian book distributors, oh, otherwise they, known as CBD. You must love that. No, <laughs> can't oh can't uh, help you buy your cannabis, so, uh, so don't, <clears throat> don't uh-huh. try. What else, is, uh, what else is happening in the news? I, I don't know very much that's about, going on. What about this can trust thing? Oh, right, there are. Uh, uh, we're Vikings getting high on cannabis in Newfoundland. 
Absolutely. Uh, obviously, those, everybody's getting those high. Those are my people. We, we've we been getting high for a long time. You do look like, by the way, you look Icelandish. Dude, you I'm, look like, sla- I'm like 90% like Norwegian Scandinavian. You look Scandinavian. No <laughs> I was going to say. The blue yeah. eyes, and, but my sisters are both but, blonde but, but shit, you look so like, like, like a Viking. complexion. Yeah. yeah. Get a room, guys. All right. Hey. Listen, he showed up late. Um, actually, today he didn't. No, See, I'm just so no. used to saying he showed up late. Look, Vicky's not even going to answer us because she's going to be so intense. Look, this is doctors. Just like, by she's the just way, mounting ammunition. I, I was going to like clarify that the the chapter is substance related and addictive disorders, but they're saying that uh, there's a lot of confusion between addiction and dependence. Agreed. Mm. Dependence. Yeah, how do you define this? So dependence involves tolerance and uh, withdrawal, and withdrawal, whereas addiction has to affect your is dependence withdrawal plus affects your life. Uh, what do you mean affects your life though? Negatively, it impairs your life. But isn't that okay. like That's, it impairs your ability to engage like socially, impairs your work, you're spending time thinking okay. about gaining access to the substance, using the substance, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Okay. It just seems very loosey. You can oh, be yeah. what's that? I mean, I'll talk louder. You can be addicted to porn. There's a whole Netflix. Well, you yeah. can be addicted to everything. Yeah. You can be, could addicted. be addicted to being in love. I know a couple of people. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the for sure. Also, when they like. Oh, here we go. She, she's not going to let it go. <laughs> it's, uh, di- of course, right. Which addiction. is like, we're not really <laughs> yeah. sure. We're real doctors. <laughs> well, although, I mean, the brain is a black box anyways. Like, yeah. like a to box. That of, we yeah, understand the hell knows. what the fuck's going on. It's like, yeah, no. But I'm just I'll glad. No, she's not letting it go. So this <laughs> is the thing about doctors. You saying, tell us something, I, I, we will research the shit yeah. out of it to prove our <laughs> and point then until synthesize the, it down until the game like a pointed is weapon over. Just like, yeah. yeah, I just put in one and then order. Wait in the weeds and just okay. <laughs> snipe you with it. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Um, okay, you know what else was uh, interesting? I just was looking at uh, what were we talking about. Oh, yeah. So, can trust. We didn't talk about it last week because I think it just happened over Thursday, Friday, maybe of last week. Mm-hmm. Cantrust lost its license to uh, to sell cannabis um, from certain parts of it, anyways, because I don't think they've had it pulled yet. I think that it's just suspended. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It hasn't been pulled. It's just they lost their ability, yeah. so they're suspended for now. Within thirty days. Um, because within thirty days, what? Oh, yeah, there's a report to address how. They grew unlicensed pot delivery. Oh, right. Yeah, so they were just, uh, they were growing cannabis that wasn't sanctioned. Now, they were probably using good method methods. They were probably using all the stuff they should have been, but what? What's that? I mean, I think that that's pretty widespread across you. the board, though, isn't it? What's that? I can't hear you. Like, uh, what they got caught for. I think that's like... It's Do good. you think other LPs are growing without, the, without sanctioning? I don't think so. What they got caught That's what I mean. That I've heard of, like, from all the And basically, then took their pictures to send to whoever or videos or whatever. I don't, I, I, the extra stuff. Yeah, I don't think that that's happening widespread, to be honest. I've looked, I've, I've been to a lot of LPs. I've visited, like, I don't know, 10, 15 different LPs. I've worked with LPs. I've been medical directors of LPs. Most of these guys are pretty strict because they're worried about Health Canada and they've put in Mm. millions and millions of dollars. Now, I think one of the reasons why, you know, perhaps LPs are doing this kind of thing is because they're looking for that leg up. Right now, there's Mm -hmm. a large, um, there's a positive cannabis, so you know, 
we need cannabis on, on the market and uh, maybe they're they're trying to get their shareholders to approve so they're you know they're uh, different LPs maybe there are some guys that are doing it but they're trying to trying any leg they can to get or anything they can to get a leg up mm-hmm. but I'm you know in some some ways I'm glad that Health Canada is at least sticking to their guns yeah they have to because they have to. I mean I, well to be fair all the stories that I heard were right at the beginning of of the legalization period and uh, I think that they've kind of like sorted that out to to Now that being said I've also been on the receiving end of really shitty media and uh <clears throat> really bad stories that have come out of government bodies right I've mm-hmm. been on the receiving end of those and uh, a lot of them were falsified a lot of it like made me for example look like I was this lying devil and uh, that wasn't the case, right? It was the misunderstanding of a single word, or it was, it was just yeah, yeah. But but the the way that the media likes to spin things is they like to do these kind of things. Just chop it up. A little I bit. haven't heard it from the horse's mouth, so I don't know. Um, and they were saying that they Health Canada was just going to inspect the cannabis that they seized, and then potentially just re-release the supply. Right. I mean, at, at the end of the day, what they probably did was have a curtain that separated one room. Mm-hmm. And technically, it's still one room, mm-hmm. even though it's separated by a curtain. What defines a room? There are right. so many things that we... And, and so the way that we understand it is through the eyes of the media. Mm-hmm. And we know the media loves this yellow journalism. They love this shit. They love... Sp- they love well, spreading now, lies. What especially do you mean by now, yellow journalism. And you know the stuff that happened in the twenties and all that stuff. That I mean, I like, think now the major problem is clickbait. Is everything is defined right. by clicking and they'll you know sensationalize to the degree that just you know whatever it takes to get a click. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah, really matter anymore. Also, the word, the, the headline. I mean, That's what I mean. Yeah, it's people, clickbait, uh-huh. like, literally. Yeah, so who knows where the truth is? What I mean is like this is just somewhere all in the middle. It's it's you know, somewhere yeah, somewhere in the middle and who knows, right? So all Health Canada Health Canada says we're putting your license on notice until we do our due diligence. Mm. So in the media, you're guilty right away. But that's not the case, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, stocks go down and people get harmed and and uh you know, I've been on the receiving end of it, so I'm a little bit more sensitive to it. What are you going to say? I was going to say that um Maybe this is a little bit controversial, but the media does tend to be a little bit left. And so they do condemn you, uh, you know, before maybe all the mm. facts are out. Something which child. And that once you're condemned, there's like no there's road no, back to redemption. Yeah, there isn't. No. I mean, the social, like Twitter and, and Instagram and Facebook are a good example of how that plays out, right? Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> when you get banned from it is... There is no road to redemption. Right. So, I mean, I've been down that road, you know, and I still, even with, you know, speaking engagements or, you know, consulting, you just Google my name and that mm-hmm. shit. But a, a silly article that was a half truth from, from you know, the speculator yeah. comes out, you know, and, and it's bullshit, but it's the only, and it's still number one on that list. So, yeah, you know. But that speaks to my point that, yeah. like, there's no uh, path back to, right. uh, yeah. you know. Good right. Races, like a, yeah, redemption. like you can't uh, you can't clear your name. Yeah, I mean, longer, truthfully, right? I don't I don't care anymore. Those who need, know, I know know but the but implications as the implications. a society are horrible. <clears throat> it's like, horrible. It's just, That's it's right. Not, yeah, it's no. We can't learn if we can't go back and fix. Like it's just insane. It's yeah. So, it's a problem know. we have. And cannabis is scrutinized to the max. They're yeah. waiting for things Something like this. They're just sure. waiting. Like media just how waits. Long to you pound. Th- how long do you think that that takes to change? Like that 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 mentality towards it. I, I say like 
decades. Yeah. You think decades, eh? Absolutely. Hmm. See, I mean, which brings us to our study, you know? But you have to, so like you have to wait for like the old guard to like yeah. retire and or die. And they're living and, like, longer and longer. Yeah, like, and you have to wait for like the generation Xers to like be the predominant uh, See, workforce that's in society, too. right? Yeah. So, I, like you have to wait for, wait, I mean like, so generation apparently, or no, millennials. I'm a millennial. You have to wait for, for the. You're time. a millennial. I'm an old millennial. <laughs> what I, the hell? I know, right? I was what? like. So you are the anti-millennial. <laughs> Anyhow, she grows so, up on a farm. I'm like the first millennial. Right? I grew up in the middle of nowhere too. That's yeah, why so I don't think I'm a millennial though. I, I don't like, know. It is like defined by like. Uh, we know like when it's 80, defined. I know. 81, 80, 81 or 82. Yeah, but it should like be experienced that, though because like I, I didn't really grow up with the internet. I didn't have a cell phone in high school. Yeah, I didn't and, either. And I, but I feel like that that's the major. You're change, a rural right? millennial. I yeah, I was born There's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, you got to wait for our the, the millennial right. generation to be the ones who are in power or in mm -hmm. places of power, and because we're the ones that grew up with cannabis, and we don't really think yeah, it's we're, a big deal, right? Yeah, we don't. So hang you have to wait for them. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I mean, it's definitely bimodal distribution then because we have the 60s that grew up this way, but you had so many people that were yeah. anti, like there was such an anti- The suburban yeah. housewife now accepts it. That's right. the difference, right? Yeah. That's it's a the major difference. big difference. Yeah. Suburbia accepts it. Yeah. And that's a big difference. Because they'll need it. I'm just saying, I think that like the guys at the top still have a very closed-minded uh, view. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. cannabis, and you just got to wait for them to. Well, or, or get the guys at the top, like they they stand to lose money by cannabis. So, but then yeah. I'm going to look at this. Right. Let me let me point this back to before we get into our study here, mm -hmm. uh, which brings us to that kind of thing. Um, but like like we're saying, what does it say about us in the cannabis industry that are supposed to be so open minded that are so quick to trust? to judge people like can trust because we see what's in the media. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> maybe. Maybe as a generalization, even though we don't want to be that way, we we are a little bit that way. So maybe it, we should reflect on careful, us a little not bit. to eat your own after all. You know? Wait, that's uh, right. Why are we judging can trust? I that's what I'm them. saying. I didn't judge them. No, but I actually I, sent I, people that yeah, still sent people to can trust on, during my clinic. What's that? Hold on. Say, hold on. Once you still send people to can trust. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I too. Did. But well, because yeah. they're not guilty. Yeah. It's mm. just a it's a shitty media thing. But mm -hmm. all of a sudden. You know, and I was guilty of it too when I first read it. And then I'm like, shit, man, I've been on that, that firing, under that firing squad. But I think especially in the industry where it is right now, there's like, there's still like kind of, you know, jockeying for position, right? Well, it's still the wild west, exactly. no matter which way you look at it. It's funny because so I'm, it's like I'm not even sure where I fit <laughs> every day. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that's good. That's part and parcel for the, the landscape. Yeah. People are going to go I'd like to know what really happened because in my mind, what it sounds like is they had one room. The room was split. It's not considered a room unless it's like in the building grow. And they put a, mm -hmm. you can put a dividing line. Lots of people put dividing lines yeah, up. Yeah, I've heard of that. They yeah. just do that all the time. Like I, so I don't really know these regulations. They were only supposed to have one room. No, you can have, you have to sanction the different rooms of your grow. <clears throat> and, but oh. some are so big and some you want to grow different stuff so that you can. On different cycles. On, on different it. cycles, you oh, can put up like partitions. You can get them on technicalities, sure. I'm sure, just because Is a of the of it. Yeah. You know those full, you remember yeah, yeah, like growing like, 
like in churches and shit, yeah, they have those folding things, they open up to big walls. So yeah. that would be a totally one room yeah. with a partition in it. Is sure. the partition, maybe they didn't sanction the partition, whatever it is. At the end of the not day, not they were just trying to get, they're trying to get cannabis out. So I'm not going to judge it. Um, <clears throat> and even if they did something like that, I mean, at the end of the day, they were still following good practices, hopefully. Um, so whatever. What? Like they're trying to produce it in such mass quantities that there's always going to be issues, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But most people don't, most people are just so quick to judge. Stop judging. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? That, that's like. <laughs> I can't hear you because you're always using your shatterizer, Al. <laughs> Damn. I was judging you. <laughs> oh, even worse, you're smoking. This is another interesting one. It's What's like the a, last article there? This is uh, one that was just on Vice. Um, Can you? Like, well, they can't hear you up there. Oh, so this one's on Vice about Canada's uh, their legal weed rules for uh, advertising being too tough, and that we're going to lose out to the U.S. market because of it, and that's a huge chunk of money. I agree. I fully agree. So what's the what's the benefit of us being very strict on it? It's just. <laughs> Get it away from the kids? Is so, that the argument? Yeah, Constantly. so the argument is a bullshit. great argument to bring this up. Get it away from the kids. That's, bullshit. that's the bullshit. That, right, so I, I think maybe it is bullshit. Sure, but we don't, we don't advertise alcohol. We don't advertise... What do you mean we don't alcohol? Have you looked at those, what, those what, Clydesdales yeah. <laughs> running with their... They have a whole oh, yeah, fleet guess, of horses. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, sorry. The NFL yeah. Okay, yeah, so, like what is... Yeah. full alcohol. <laughs> sorry. I, cigarettes. Yeah, we don't advertise Totally cigarettes, different. Right? Yeah. Totally it, different. It is different, but people yeah. consume it in the same way. They still combust cannabis. Okay. Mostly, right? Oh, it, oh, if yeah. But I mean, I'm Anyhow. People, yeah, but we're I'm not saying, we're not promoting combustion. We can promote safe ways of, of alcohol yeah. use. We can also sure. give alcohol IV, and we don't promote IV <laughs> alcohol. We <laughs> used to give that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we, for toxic yes. alcohols. Yeah, before they had cyanocobalamin or whatever. We used to before we had an antidote for uh Toxic alcohol ingestion, like uh, acetone or like oh, you mean ethylene if you glycol. Oh, drink too much at once. No, maybe. if you drink like ethylene glycol, you'll die. Yeah. Like, you know, okay. like windshield washer fluid, right, all right. those things. But you'll die. Yeah, you go blind. a girl in high sucks. school who just drank so much but, vodka in like one shot that she had to be hospitalized kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that happens. That's like a daily occurrence. That's oh, like 10, God. that's like 100 <laughs> yeah, yeah. people a day in Hamilton. Yeah. But but like- Listen, for, I grew up in a small town. But then we, talk about, <laughs> then we talk about toxic alcohols. Toxic mm -hmm. alcohols are like the really bad alcohols, like ethylene glycol and- um, uh, so people drink this trying methanol. to get methanol, methanol and yeah. uh, and uh, acetone and whatever it is. Yeah, um, all those things. Why? So people, acetone's not alcohol. Oh, right, it's not. Oh, no. it's acetone. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, I know what acetone. Is. Acetone is a key. Yeah, yeah. Acetone is what I was doing. My, you know, why I thought of that. So methanol and ethylene glycol. Those yes. are your toxic alcohols. Okay. Well, I was thinking about that because I was doing my daughter's nails the other day. And oh, it's nail polish remover. She, right, right. Yeah. it's nail yeah. polish remover. But she had like I'm um, like she had some like nail polish on her. Okay. And uh, and I'm like, shoot, I got to get this stuff off. And she's like, hold on, Papa. And she goes into the cupboard and brings me a bottle of acetone. She's like, this is what you can use. I'm like, am I allowed to use acetone on a four year old? Sure, why not? I don't know. Is that stuff toxic? 
Everything's toxic. Yeah. Anyway, I used it. Just saying. You looked at the food labels lately. Right. I'm, it can't be any worse yeah. than mac and cheese. Yeah, right. It can't be any worse but, than yeah. going outside and breathing. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, mac and cheese is probably... Anyway, she's... Well, how uh, many types of plastic are in mac and cheese? It's so out? crazy. Yeah. So anyways, what we use alcohol for there is it's metabolized very similarly. So before we had like... Before the 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 widespread use of the, of the antidote... Uh, we used to use alcohol and we would infuse alcohol into, we'd use like Jim Beam. Like literally you'd go to like, you can go and like, we used to have on formulary. We used to have beer on formulary. We st- we st- probably that. still have beer on formulary, but we How have like liquor. How got like seriously? <laughs> we, I think we still do in the ICU. They sure, must. No, sure it's, it's gone. Anyway, it used to be. Okay, just now, saying right? that's what we used to use. But yeah, back to your point on... Um, on, on, it's actually a really good point because, you know, the guys that we had here last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, was it two, last week? Two, two weeks ago. That, yeah. that have that really awesome protein hemp company mm-hmm. that, and plant-based hemp, uh, plant-based, sorry, plant-based protein and like really cool stuff that's like but biodegradable like yeah. and reusable, renewable I mean, that sources. Cool. It is yeah. actually awesome. And I'm going to stop by there today after to pick up the protein. The things, but the, the yeah. dog part of it is brilliant, though. Yeah, so, they have. So they're do- not even able to advertise. They can't do it in Canada yeah. because you can't advertise. Mm, okay, that's craziness. So, it's, like, it's I, a I little like some, overboard. Yeah, that's a little. Because they're worried about the kids, which brings us. So who? Mm. Oh, what? What? Uh, on, what? What I governing want. body keeps reiterating this? Or like, Canada. How do we get rid of Health Canada? Right. It's Health Canada. <laughs> well, I think Vicky nailed it. How do, uh, so who's on the board of, uh, have we gone through this before? Who's on the board of Health Canada and how do well, we everybody. change it? It's no, lots how, of the minister of health. It all yeah. comes through the okay, minister so of health some appointed, but none It's elected. all appointed. None, 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 none of Health Canada is elected. That's the freaking problem, man. None of it's elected. Yeah, but I mean, it's a little difficult to elect a health minister. Why? We have the internet. Uh, I feel is, like I don't think the Minister of Health has is appointed. Been, he gets appointed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's a yeah. She's appointed. She's he, appointed or, or, or appointed, he. But, um, and then they 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 have their factions. Yeah. And they run. Oh, Health like, Canada is a federal. Health Canada, Health yeah, Canada federal, is like a bunch of scientists who are like trying but, to make sure. But they that, all fall under. Yeah. If you yeah. look at the at the mm. ACMPR, their new Cannabis Act. Sorry, it's mm-hmm. fall, all falls under the Minister of Health. Yeah. Mm. But but they have delegates who run all that yeah. stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, and they put task force task forces together, and then they decide what they're going to do. Asking a whole bunch yeah. of but questions. This, wasn't, I, this is not very smart. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not smart. And you know, Frick, what's his name? The guy that got fired from Canopy, their mm. CEO. He said Canada's played out. There's and yeah. What's that, Bruce Lynn? Mm-hmm. You know, when he said Canada's played out, Canada's played out. You're strangling it to the point. Where yeah, we may have started it. Sort of feels like me a while ago. My played yeah, out. We're going to be the test case and what not to do. Now. Am I played out, <laughs> Al? Uh, you know, really? I, mean, I think they just tried to simplify things, they and it's just oversimplified. No, I think they just tried to overly liberalize it. I.e., like you control it too much and just. No. No, I meant the other. You're not paying any attention. No, but holistically, it depends what kind of what kind of. Fed- <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it really depends what kind of federal government we have in place when these things happen because it's it yes. gets this would be completely different under like I'm not saying that like conservative is better but in this instance it would probably work in our favor Correct. to open it up yeah because like, it's a cap there it's capitalism yeah, so just it's let, collect the taxes let the free and market let the people do its thing like, right it's going to do it better than government will that's, that's right. the problem that well that's the point yeah that's the conservative way is let the free market reign and we'll take the taxes because humans are because, but that's okay. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Anyway, so, uh, but, it's, and then they come up with all these ideas. By the way, did you know that there? Who who wrote that? I think on Tracy Lamori's. Uh, hey Tracy, if you're listening, check it out on her Facebook. She wrote, uh, "What is it? Wherever NDP strongholds are, there's far more addiction, <laughs> and like it's all the sketchiness. What, dependence. What? Yeah, yeah you know, I imagine Hamilton that. is a massive NDP. Oh yeah, I know. Stronghold. No, I know. Anyway, all right. Um, but that brings me to our study uh, and our question of the day, which is what has happened to uh, to the youth, which we're all so concerned about. Of course, we have to be concerned about since legalization in different countries, not just Canada, but in a whole bunch of countries. You know, I'm looking at these studies here. Um, if you look at like, you know, health, uh, CBC put out this report from based on Health Canada. So you should say not studies. So right, articles. sorry, stats. Right, good <laughs> opinion point. pieces. Yeah. So articles. Uh, um, what are those called when you make opinion pieces? Yes. And also surveys, but no real actual studies. Stats can. It says first time cannabis up after legalization. Stats can reports, but then like that was also released like two months after right. legalization. Yeah, it was. Like that's, that's right. Time and it said, you know, and it wasn't even. It was adult use of cannabis that was up from fourteen to eighteen percent, mostly. Oh, all the closet users. The grow. Well, yeah, yeah, the growing, the largest growing population, like we know, between forty-five and sixty-four. But one thing that they didn't say that they did say is that it wasn't because of the adolescents. There was no real change that they mentioned here because of adolescents. Um. But in some places like Colorado, they've gone back down. Uh, but here overall, you have like these pieces that really, I think they're like scare tactics. Cannabis is legal. Therefore, everybody's going to use cannabis. Look, stats can puts it out. It sort of reminds me when uh, the government uh, put uh, HPV vaccine out there for everyone or the girls. Like everyone was worried that, oh, if we're going to vaccinate everyone with HPV, they'll all be go sleeping around with everyone. It sort of reminds me of that. Right. Oh, did that happen? It totally happened. There are so many groups who are against um, putting HPV in schools uh, because they were worried that it was going to turn... they rather them die from yeah. cervical leading they, to they uterine were, cancer. They were worried it was going to turn all the girls into this, um, you know... But guys get it too now. Uh, uh, yeah. There's always like... It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's... Uh, it's uh, it's fallacy? hysteria. Fall what, what's the... Fall um, thing Logical fallacy. Or something like that, yeah. You know. Illogical. Yeah. Anyhow, Illogical. But yeah. It's so, the hysteria. It's yeah. the fear of Absolutely. this thing is going to happen. But this is what's happened throughout the world's time. It's control. Right. It's is just, it control? Of course. Why it's do you just, think that's control? Because the people that have power don't want to lose the power and they see how fast things are changing and they have no way to stop it. Uh-huh. I mean, the free yeah. flow of information and people making their own choices and informed from different people than they uh, have been traditionally. I just changed. think people are ignorant. 
and well, dumb. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I hate to use those words, but it's these are people that have bias but, beyond bias beyond bias. But, yeah, but why? Why? People who why don't do they think let that critically? Yeah. yeah, but why? Why don't they? They're, they're, like they're not critical think, thinkers. No, no, they, but they, but they probably in their, can in some other areas. Right. But why not that area? Um, because we all grow up with certain values, and it's confirmation very hard, bias. It's Sigmas very or, yeah. hard to change intrinsic values. Confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. You know. Oh, you give them a vaccine, they're all go. First, you're gonna mm-hmm. die from whatever you get from a, some vaccine. It's such, a, it's such a silly argument, right? It's like mm-hmm. uh, if we have a vaccine, like you could. Um, like make an analogy, like if we have a vaccine for uh, lung cancer and if we give that to everyone, is everyone now going to start smoking? Like, right. no, obviously ev- not everyone's going to go start smoking, yeah. right? But like, and even if they do start smoking, well, it doesn't matter. They're not going to get lung cancer because we have a vaccine against it. Mm-hmm. So who cares if they're all sluts now? <laughs> they're, they're not going to get cancer yeah. and die yeah. anyway. No, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just Anyhow, not, okay. <laughs> I love you. Makes sense in my brain. That's awesome. Oh, geez. Yeah, I totally hear you. The fallacy of people's minds. It's scare, t- scare tactics from the ignorant. There's also this other one, surging cannabis amongst youth preceded legalization in cannabis in Canada. So I'm trying to find the article. So this study says that, um, what did it say, Dr. Vicky? Uh, That the years leading up to uh, policy change, that there was a spike in uh, use or an increase in use. Um, But again, I think like these studies are also drawing conclusions that they don't that the data don't support either. Right. It just shows an increase in use, but like they don't know why there is that increase in use. They're not showing causation. Yeah, they're correlation just showing, is not causation. They're not yeah, even right? showing correlation. Yeah. yeah. That, so that's, they're that's making what we're going to talk on that about. One, yeah. Great. And so, you know, so there could be any number of reasons. In this silly thing, it even says, what? what's that, Al? I was just going to say, it, it might also be the fact that they knew what was coming and they wanted to try it. That's, I mean, I know I have a lot of friends that didn't smoke, now they do. And that's about when they, you know, as we were getting closer and closer to the seven. I love how Al doesn't listen. <laughs> yes, Al. <laughs> I love how you like pay attention to like, a po- we're talking about the youth. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but yeah, so I, I don't- Fine. I, I think they're just. I've, uh, I also like. I'm trying to find the actual stats on it, but I know there has been a drop in uh, teenage drinking, and I wonder if that those curves. I don't know about the teenage drinking. Mm-hmm. That might be a, an interesting thing. But even this study, this fear national discussion on cannabis legalization, mm-hmm. uh, along with increased access to medical cannabis, may have encouraged more high school students to consume where's drugs. The, where's the freaking hysteria on Adderall? No. Yeah, because why? We need productive people. Uh, yeah. Or or opioids, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's lots of hysteria now. So that brings me to, so let's actually look at the evidence. Screw all this stuff that all these little arguments that we can have as to, uh, you know, cannabis, all this, all this stuff saying cannabis in the youth, watch that we have to be careful that we don't encourage them to use it. So don't market it. And, uh, Let's see what's really happening in there. So this week, January 10th, what's happening up there? We good? Um, July 10th. July 10th, 2000 and uh, what is it? 2019, by the way, if you need to do anything, it's that, okay? What's there? That's the, don't send that code out. Oh, okay. 
Um, see, we we've got we got side gig going on here. Um, so in two thousand, so July tenth, just recently, out comes this study. Out comes a. We've reviewed it before. We're doing a systematic review again, guys. Systematic review with a meta analysis on does liberalization of cannabis policy influence levels of use in adolescents and young adults? So this is again a systematic review and meta analysis. Remember when we spoke about that? A systematic review just means that they look at all as much evidence as they possibly can, as many studies as they can that look at these things, they look at them in a systematic way. So they use a specific protocol to abstract data from the actual studies. It's just looking at a whole bunch of studies in a very specific way so that they can try to make inferences from it. The inferences that they make is the meta-analysis part. That's where they take the qualitative data that they've got from uh, doing their systematic review and they add statistics to it. When you add statistics to it, that's called the meta-analysis. So we're looking at this really cool study. Um, this study was done somewhere. A bunch of people that don't look like they're in North America, right? Do you know where it's from? Oh, here. Department of so Oh, they where who did it? Oh, it says New York. Columbia University. Oh, is that where it was done? Department of Epidemiology or one of the authors. Oh, that's just one of the authors. This but is when, one's from Paris. One's from Paris, yeah, one's from Yeah, New York. so I th I don't know where this was published from to be honest. Published by BMJ? No, I know where I know who published it, oh. but like where did they write it? Out of which university? Cuz that would be really cool cuz it doesn't look like it it's like, North American. It looks like the majority are from Paris. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're going to say this came out of France. It sounds like a, even though none of those names sound French. French. They all look like they're Nakamura Spanish. Sounds, uh, Aside from Japanese. Nakamura. Yeah. <laughs> da Silva sounds Portuguese. That's Portuguese. And Hoff's, ha, House sounds maybe German. House, no? Oh, no. El Curi sounds like uh, Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. Anyway, bottom line is it's from somewhere around not not in Canada, but it was a really well done meta or it was the to the knowledge of the authors and to my knowledge and maybe to Dr. Vicky's knowledge, it was the first of its kind to look at all three types of uh, types of settings uh, around liberalization policy changes policy changes around liberalization of cannabis and I think one of the first things that I noticed when we go through the uh, you know we always go through the questions but a couple things we first have to define so they defined the difference because they looked at three different topics their study question was great to examine I think they did a good job and that was to examine the effects of cannabis po policy liberal, uh, liberalization, and they included decriminalization and legalization uh, levels of use in adolescents and young adults. So I think one of the most important things, actually, I learned what was the diff what is the difference between decriminalization and legalization? Do you know, Al? Oh, silence. <laughs> Yeah. So it depends on who you ask, literally. Okay. Well, I'm sure there's a legal term for it. So I'll, how they defined it here, <laughs> I'll just answer shit. Yeah. It just depends on who you ask. I think it's in a court of law. Telling you how are you telling you? We were you? asking a lawyer. If we were asking a lawyer, Al, what do you think he's going to say? <laughs> No, what's the difference between decriminalization and legalization? Legalization is 
civilization is just that. It's <laughs> right you're actually yeah. pretty much you right saved track. it at the end you're there. actually <laughs> you actually are pretty much on so this is what it says decriminalization is the reduction of penalties for <laughs> cannabis use while maintaining penalties for cannabis supply legalization is the permission to use and supply oneself via however you want to legalization for medical purposes as well. We already know that anyway. So I like how they define that because what these guys did is they looked at three different, three different, uh, seg pop population segments. They looked at, um, uh, cannabis did cannabis use go up amongst the youth in places that are for that have decriminalization only did they, did cannabis use go up in places that had, uh, medical legalization and did cannabis use go up in the youth in places that had legalization so cannabis was legalized those are the three populations that they looked at which were really interesting because i think those are all really important to look at because i just read you an article that said you know from canada oh health canada or cannabis use amongst youth in canada has gone up you know, which is some opinion uh, because of medical legalization or medical legalization. So let's look at the evidence. So did, and we're just going to start going through this thing. Did the review, we're looking at this one again, like I said, did the review explicitly address a sensible clinical question? I think it did. I would agree. Right. They looked at those three, it's really yeah. one, three, did they try to bite off more than they could handle? They just looked at, uh, they had to look at different scenarios because yeah. the laws in places, in different states or different provinces are, are different, right? Mm -hmm. Like in, in the different countries. Yeah, in different countries. And yeah, so. the access to it's going to be different. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't hear you. Sorry, the access is going to be different as well. Are you guys really don't smell something burning? No, man. Sure don't. Sure okay. Don't. Could be this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, was the search, again, we're going through the same types of analysis stuff. Was the search for relevant studies detailed and exhaustive? Yeah, we so we, we talked about that. And like, it does seem maybe a bit limited because they didn't limit to only English uh, or right. studies published in English. And there's a lot mm. of countries around the world who have uh, policy changes against or with cannabis, with regards to cannabis. Right. Uh, you know, Portugal and Spain come to mind. <laughs> Portugal comes because her husband's Portuguese and everything is Portugal. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, uh, so I mean, maybe there were studies there that they missed. Um, and uh, those countries have certainly had those policies changed for a really long time. Yeah. So like their, Thanks, their studies could have been more longitudinal or like longer term than the studies that were possible uh within the US that they, which formed the bulk of their uh, analysis, right? So I, I think they probably missed out a bit there. Um, yeah, they did say they identified 3,438 um, studies or yeah, research papers, but. I mean, that, that number is unworkable, right? Like you yeah. can't do anything with that. So I appreciate they need to whittle it down uh, in some way, but. Uh, yeah. You they know, they said 3,293 were in English. Uh, and then they looked at a whole bunch of other, at a whole bunch of, uh, 
whole bunch of other things. So I agree with you. I'm not I like I totally agree. I think maybe it wasn't it was like exhaustive. They they looked at all the right databases. They did PubMed, PsychInfo, Embase, like all the stuff that most people would look at when you're yeah. doing a meta-anal or a systematic review. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why they only include English. You can't yeah. just do that. I think that You can't do it anymore. You, well, logistics, of course. Like, how do you go? Th- like, you have to have translated, people, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. To tra- but there are there are most of these articles are translated. Although there are some, like I know when I was looking at the evidence for cannabis like years ago, yeah, I couldn't find some of the evidence was in a different language, and I had no idea what it said. I brought it into. Mm-hmm. I remember bringing in a non English article into one of my <laughs> reviews. What are you doing for cannabis? I'm like, yeah. here's what I'm doing. <laughs> so what Trans- does it say? Uh, well, get a translator. <laughs> I'll tell you. There you go. Uh, anyway, um, okay, so uh, we're going to say maybe a little, maybe not. Were the primary studies of high methodological quality? So just on a quick review, of the 3,000 or of the 3,438 articles, remember the first time we went through one of these, we have mm-hmm. to go through a specific criteria looking for bias, Yeah. right? Um, and uh, when you look for bias, you're, you're looking for, you know, how the raters look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking for, are they similar in specific, some ways? Was bias entered into this study? And uh, so f- after going through all 3,000, they actually reviewed 20... Uh, Twenty, yeah, there was some that were duplicates as well. They ended up looking at or screening 2,312 studies. Of that, all they ended up with was what? 41 studies. Yeah, they ended up with 41 studies. Of all of those studies, though, there was only a very select few. Like, um, Why did they down to 41? Um, because... Oh, so for all the reasons, I could tell you. So there was 58 full text articles excluded, 12 outcomes weren't eligible, 11 not, all various reasons. Yeah, it's usually their inclusion or exclusion criteria. So the articles had to, um, so age would have been like Mm. one exclusion criteria. It has to be the population they're dealing with has to be less than 25. Um, Mm. They had to have quantitative data. They couldn't just deal with like, changes in perception of use it had to be actual changes in use like okay um so you know things like that uh hmm. would have excluded a so, lot yeah, of papers just, yeah. uh, oh and then they just they nixed uh review papers policy papers opinion pieces expert things so expert anything letters, that we didn't have like enough that. like cold facts behind it kind of thing yeah, right, yeah. anything that wasn't a cold fact it was right. like if you're tell if all the shit that we're reading right now that says oh yeah cannabis use has gone up if it came from the media i'm sure it was excluded mm. right yeah and all that kind of stuff yeah even they included some surveys which is what i actually like back to the uh did they exhaust all their stuff one of their strengths of their article is that they didn't just take it from the scientific literature they went to epidemiological literature they went to mm. sociological literature they went to government literature so they took it from a a broad spectrum of fields mm. um not which just this you kind of have to I which think, is right? great yeah. yeah i mean you have to because it you know when you're talking it's about hard to measure it and measure it correctly without and when you're yeah when you're talking about how it affects youth That's it's not mean, yeah. just the scientific yeah. no one's going to a doctor you know what i mean yeah. it's like it's got to come from even economics mm-hmm. they went they went to the economic literature and and looked at it so after all was said and done they um they included 41 studies and they only analyzed the studies that were of very low to low bias 
which is good. That's what you want. Okay. Um, so the next question under are the results valid? Because we got to make sure that we can at least, you know, qualify this. It's like when you go into court, court and you have to qualify the expert witness, we got to qualify that we can even look at this study as something that's real. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we're the, and that's what we're doing now. So we're the assessments of the, uh, were the assessments of the studies reproducible? Meaning did they, uh, were there enough, was it only one person looking at these studies? And if one person's looking at it, one, they're going to add bias. Would somebody else look at it and see the same thing? What do we look at? You know what I mean? Well, I feel like there's a, there's quite a few people that were working on this, so that like chances of that are. But, so, but when we talk about abstracting the data, so all they don't all they all let's say they had 41 studies at the end of the day, mm -hmm. right? So you're not going to have one person look at all 41 studies. You're right. going to have you'll have. Some people look at these studies, some people look at these studies, some people look like at those studies. Kind of yeah, you're going to group it off. I think validity is a little bit hard to do for a review article or a meta-analysis. Because I mean, like, we're um, looking at inter... Uh, Rater reliability. Yeah, and that sort of thing, right? I almost, I almost think of validity as more like, um, can I reproduce, like, these... Uh, results from a drug study or something. You know what I mean? I think you're, of validity you're looking, more in that sort right. of scenario. But, I think you're looking at a different yeah. a different type. We're talking about a kappa value now. So we're looking yeah. at a different, not validity of the results, just validity of if I if two people read the same thing, would they see the same thing? Mm. Mm. That's what they're talking about here. So I, I sat, mm. I sit on like, uh, um, I'm on a... a a, mm -hmm. a research grant that's doing a meta-analysis. And I'll tell you, so I have a partner and we each look at eight studies and we grade the studies based on, you know, what, sure. are, the, what yeah. are the results? And then we sit together and we say, what did you see? What did you see? And we look at them. And if we don't see similar things, we can't include that. Because mm. the inter-rater reliability it's the too is too high. The, what sure. you see and what I see are too different. Mm. So in this case, they had two people that looked at each a bunch of different studies. And then if there was problems, they would have other people look at them. Mm -hmm. But they didn't list a cap of value. So I don't know how the inter-rater reliability was. Right. But what you can say is that the ones they included, it seems to say that they did a pretty good job of. Mm. Deciding that they were that they were good enough to be included. Mm -hmm. All right. So, what are the results of the study? Were they similar? You know how we talk about, or were the results similar from study to study? So, between these forty-one studies, you know how we've spoken before. This study is looking at um, those three topics. Remember, they analyzed each three questions. Remember the first one we looked at when we looked at cannabis for Crohn's disease or mm -hmm. cannabis for pain, cannabis for manures, cannabis, duh. and they mm -hmm. looked at s such a broad spectrum. Yeah, these guys looked at three areas. They looked at cannabis use, like I mentioned, cannabis use amongst adolescents who during criminalization, legalization, and medical, and medical legalization. Mm -hmm. So the question then becomes, um, were they similar? Were all the studies, when they analyzed these studies, remember we talked about heterogeneity or homogeneity? Yeah. Are the studies, if you have four people sitting in a room, they're likely all going to have a different answer. Mm -hmm. Where if I have 10,000 10, people in a room, it's, the answer is probably going to be a little more narrow. Mm -hmm. So if studies are close to each other, done in the same way, was the, were all the variables similar to each other? You're probably going to be able to make an inference. Yeah. But if, the, if you study two different populations, you're not going to get the right outcome. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Right? If I study men and women when it comes to X, whatever it is, it's different than if I study women and women and men and men. Right. So we call that homogeneous uh, or heterogeneous. And, and Vicky doesn't, what do you think? Uh, well, there was a lot know. of heterogeneity in the study. It was studies. impossible, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the biggest, uh, I think, inconsistency was uh, the age groups looked at. So 21 oh, studies. Get, she gets detailed. Yeah, so 21 <laughs> studies looked at um, the age group of 12 to 17 years old. Uh, four, or six studies were 18 to 25, and then another 14 studies did both age groups. Can I just mention something? So that's a big limitation. She read this article in like 20 fucking minutes. I yeah, spent three good. hours and I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand. I gave this article and she showed up she, and she's there on her computer. Brrr, I can't write on computer. I got a highlight. Like I'm like old school highlight. You make lists. I, I, I make lists. You make lists. I think this is why I'm a millennial. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I, but I do make lists. Yeah, that's what I thought. What do you mean make lists? There's it's like, an ability an ability to focus and task manage is so much better in people that make lists. I the ability to do that and the inability to stay on point. I can always stay I'm on point. I'm very much the same. <laughs> Just like all over the place. I can always stay on point. Yo. Um, um, another another limitation yeah. to their uh, homogeneity. Uh, some studies were cross-sectional, some were longitudinal. So like even the type of study what, was- Can you like describe what that means? What does mm-hmm. it mean to have a longitudinal study versus a cross-sectional study? Right, so the longitudinal study, you start with a can population. Can you talk loud so those people can the hear? The longitudinal mm-hmm. study, you start with a population and you follow them forward. And then the cross-sectional, I can't remember what it is. You just look at a point <laughs> look, in time. I think it looks, is it important? Yeah, it's you, you take a section of yeah. the population and you look at them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like the difference is- So the differences are that there was a lot of heterogeneity, meaning it was very difficult for them to uh, actually analyze them. The Mm. truth is at the end of the day, they couldn't do a meta-analysis on any of the studies. They did a systematic review and looked at them, but they were on, because if you have so much heterogeneity, you're unable to make, you can't do stats because they just make no, it's like comparing apples and oranges. You just can't do a study on apples if you're looking at oranges or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so they weren't able to do that at all. So there was a lot of heterogeneity that made it, made it very difficult. But what were the results that they did find? So you will find it really interesting from all the studies and they did bring it, bring it all together even though they were unable to do a meta-analysis. Looking at the studies and summarizing the data, you would be happy to note and Health Canada should look at this because it's the first of its kind mm-hmm. That uh, not, that there was what's that? I said probably not though. <laughs> All the Health Canada won't <laughs> yeah, look at it. Yeah, probably not. But you'd be happy to note that there's really no change in cannabis use in adolescents uh, after legalization. I think Health Canada will take maybe take the study, but then they do their own study, right? So they they don't like make policy based on mm. other people's studies. They do their right. own studies. That makes. Well, I don't even know if they make policy on their own studies. I think that they yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say there? See, she just has to be argumentative. No, I'm just saying Arguing. Health, health Canada, like they want their own data, right? To make mm-hmm. uh, policy, policy decision. Statement. Yeah, they're not going to take someone else's research no, and course, yeah. make okay, decisions. Yeah. But they did that. set up a task force for legalization of, of cannabis and listen to none of it. Something about saving face or of something. Of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Anyhow, sorry. a Side lot part. of crap. Yeah, of course. but yes, of course. But this is what I'm saying yeah, this is, is really this is results. if you when if you want the truth, you can't listen to the media and what you're seeing out there. You got to go the to government. the evidence, or <laughs> maybe the government. In some cases, maybe you can. But 
you got to go to the evidence. Mm -hmm. And the evidence is telling you from this. Now, clearly, we couldn't, they couldn't, it, it's not strong evidence because they couldn't do the meta analysis. So they accept in one situation. I'm not there yet. Sure. No, I was also going to say it is also limited in terms of the, the duration of. Uh, like the follow-up period, right? So they only looked oh, at one year. I love how you're using my points. <laughs> no, no, you could steal my thunder, woman. <laughs> Go. Oh, no, no, that was just my point. It's also, so like it, uh, there are limitations of the study, which I guess we'll get to. I'm sorry. We're not no, but you, I mean, you have a good point. Lin limitations, you, you tell, aside from like just, uh, let me just finish the results of the of study. Course. So when it came to decriminalization, no change. Uh, in the study, when it came to, uh, I will say they were what they did comment that there was one study in twelve to seventeen year olds that showed uh, there was an increased use by twelve percent. Oh really? Yeah. Where's there, that? There is one study uh, in the decrimin decriminalization you. category. So detail oriented, <laughs> decriminalization, but they couldn't do a meta analysis. Oh yeah, meta analysis. No, all thirteen we observed. Yeah, it was. They couldn't do that. They, they said that there was one Found study no. in Australia that conducted uh, that was conducted exclusively among adolescents aged 12 to 17 years uh, that oh, here we go. a 12% increase in uh, cannabis use following decriminalization. decriminalization. But just one study. Right. The among, other ones. 13 studies. Right. And they had an N of 39,000. Is that the N of 39,000? Yes. So that's a pretty big study though. Yes. But an N of 15,468, an N of 1,524, and also, so uh, also 12,686 found no evidence for statistical significant right. changes. There, there are 12 other studies that showed no uh, change following decriminalization. It was just this one study, and this one study did happen to be the largest. It was the largest study, study yeah. yeah. Was it considered uh, uh, by low bias, hopefully? It so did not comment on it. It didn't, did it? No. Interesting. Anyway, what they couldn't do is any statistics. So we have no idea how precise that estimation is right. on any of the studies. So we couldn't put all the evidence together. But what we can say is on general, there was no change in de uh, after decriminalization aside from that one study. They did also comment that that study was an outlier based on the other studies. So they even tried to do their heterogeneity uh, statistics without that study. Uh, in the calculations, but it, the other studies oh, were still... How do you feel about that, Dr. Vicky? <laughs> how do you feel about excluding studies? I'll tell you. I, so I'll tell you my argument, and then you could tell me your argument. <laughs> I think it's okay. I think you can take a study. In this case, they ex try... because You know when you have the mean, like you have this thing that looks like this? The normal distribution. The no right, whatever it's called. Normal <laughs> distribution, the thing that looks like this, and then somehow fifth, like the... the like 95% of the population is right, into right. this thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you have like these outliers, mm -hmm. you know, like all of us. 2.5% on either side. 2.5% mm -hmm. oh, on is either side. Is that what it is? 2.5? Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, hmm. like us, us outliers that sit it's out here. That's why a 95% confidence interval. Right. Okay. Um, and sometimes those people can really see the, the gravitational force of those 2.5% on either side yeah. can outweigh the Easy. entire distribution Easy. of a study yeah. of, of the mean. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you try to exclude them. You see what happens to the results if you exclude them. Mm. I think it's okay to do that for population statistics. I don't think on an individual basis that would make sense because those results are still important for an individual. Mm -hmm. But that being said, on a population 
mass scale, even though it's important and we're trying to come up with an answer, you should try different statistical methods, including them, excluding them, and see what happens to see how much variance you have. Yeah, because I find, I, I think like if you don't, you're never going to actually like get anything like really that's right like, now so, she doesn't believe that so in my opinion it okay. does can we turn the like, mics off for this part <laughs> <laughs> so it to me it sort of seems like you're massaging the data to get the results that you want because you're excluding the data that doesn't make sense oh, and yeah. so in my, my thought is that maybe that is a signal that something else is going on and that you should do further studies mm. um, is that as you think opposed, still on? as opposed to just uh, eliminating the data altogether do you ever notice that his pants fall down every time he stands up? I know, it's because I the He never has the belt for that. He says the same thing every time. I'm pretty sure that's how you wear your pants too, isn't it? What's that? Isn't that how you wear your pants? Yeah, did it go off? <laughs> yeah, it just stopped again. I should share that and I have to go back live again, right? Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, Do I need to say my little spiel again? You, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What was your little spiel again? <laughs> I don't know when it went off, so I have no yeah. idea. Can you... Uh, we're putting it back live again. There we go. Al, are you still around? Of course I am. Oh, <laughs> 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 he's sleeping. He's like, what the fuck are these guys' cannabis, <laughs> cannabis shit talking about? Okay, so anyway, Vicky believes that you shouldn't exclude studies. I believe you should exclude studies and you should at least try because on a population basis, we should try to find a result. And if you have an outlier, the gravitational force of an outlying study can sway the results of the whole thing. Vicky says those are important to have and those results are important to have. And... Uh, so I like I, I think it's good that you like do the analysis with the outlier in and with the outlier removed. Uh, I think that's fine as long as you report that. But um, it just it seems a little bit self-serving to like remove these studies. Whatever. We're now talking bullshit, and I'm getting bored. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> fine. Okay, let's move on from that. So, what are the overall results? So I we oh, that was decriminalization. Decriminalization, no change. Except for one study. Except for one study. That we decided to ignore. That we decided to ignore. <laughs> well, we're not ignoring it. You need to take it into account. What they tried to do was a meta-analysis and they couldn't. So they tried to take it out, but it still didn't make any difference. Okay, we're moving So on. still no change. Jesus. <laughs> Just can't like, unbelievable, this woman. All right. Details, details. 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 <laughs> um, then on medical cannabis use. Right, legalization of cannabis Le for medical for, use. Right, no change. No change. Not only no change, I'll bring up one study that showed there was a decrease. <laughs> There's actually three studies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she... <laughs> Uh, you think you're winning, and uh, just remember that I won addiction. I was so ready for that. Was yeah, it three studies? Like, she was stocking up on ammunition. When you you know what that, like, the best part is? Change in her eyes she when was, you notice it. That she was, was like, I'm uh, waiting for you yeah. to screw this like, up. Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna walk. You right know the best part is it's right in front of me. In three studies conducted amongst adolescents, legalization of medical cannabis was knows, followed man. by a decrease in use. The best place to hide something with you is probably in plain sight, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. So good. Then we but, have... Again, they couldn't conduct it. 
a meta-analysis. Yeah. So again, they couldn't do the statistics on it. Now, cannabis for legalization of recreational purposes. It's use on adolescents. So this is the only one that they were... First, they, if they included every study that they had, they couldn't do a meta-analysis. They were then able to remove one or two of these studies. She's going to tell me 10. Listen, who fucking cares? At the end of the day, I'm giving you a summary. I'm not giving you the like, go read the damn study yourself. Yeah, they did. They excluded they one ex outlier. They excluded an outlier and it was they were then able to do a meta-analysis. So they did this meta-analysis that showed that there was like a 0.03% increase in adolescent use of cannabis post-legalization. Now, they did the stats on it, and the stats said, not true. So at the end of the day, they just weren't significant. Mm -hmm. So you can't make any generalization. The stats crossed zero. The, the uh, confidence, interval. confidence interval crossed zero, which means that the... You can't make uh, it's like saying you can't make a make you can't give you make, can't give me an answer. Mm -hmm. um, the precision is so far off. There's no way we can give you an answer. So um, there was though. What did you? What was the word you like to use? I said that there's a signal towards uh, increased use, but it's not statistically significant. Which means yeah. Which means there's no significance to yeah. it. But that and, being said, and, and, you still have yeah. to take into consideration yeah. that this is gonna this potentially can happen, and it's something we have to monitor on an ongoing would that, basis. Would but, that signal be enough to warrant a further study? I mean, I, maybe, but yeah. like if you put it also in perspective, like mm -hmm. zero point zero three percent is also a very small people or yeah. like number, right? So it's three it's, people out of a thousand. Yeah. yeah. So like, who cares, right? Like. We talk about clinically significant. I and send people home with heart attacks, right? probably around ninety-eight percent. So two <laughs> percent. So like yeah. a a two percent increase. I'm still. We can still send people home with heart attacks. Like yeah. you know, in the hospital. My 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 goal always when I talk about likelihood ratios or when I talk about do you have a disease or not have a disease, I'm usually okay with ninety-five percent of the chance. Mm -hmm. That's what we're always usually happy with. Ninety-five percent mm -hmm. to ninety-eight percent chance you don't. Yeah. We're talking about 0.03%. Yeah. So it's so pretty, small. very, very small. But this brings up a point that Vicky just talked about. So are these results precise? First of all, no. Um, the only one that could do it was the, the do the meta-analysis part was the one of legalization for recreational purposes. Mm -hmm. And there was no statistical significance. But again, you brought up a really good point in that. And, and that's the point that the, these all these studies... Look, they included studies only that looked people or were looked at people over a one-year period of time. Yeah. It was either one year post-legalization or followed people for one-year period of time. So the question is: Is that enough to see change? No, I think it, likely not. Well, you said it's going to take decades. I think so. Yeah. I think the stigma is going to take at least five years to decrease. A generation, I would think. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, so I, I think you need more longitudinal studies to make the decision. And I think we're probably going to see a larger increase in five years than we are in in one year of time. Like nothing gets done in a year. Mm -hmm. Al, what do you think? I just want to hear. What's up, Al? I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, I just asked you a question. I love it. I love it. This is why I want your face up here so that we can uh, see what's going on. Um, 
I, I said, you know, the question is at the end of the day, when it comes to legalization, do you think that this, the, you know, that looking at people after one year of legalization is enough to see if there's a significant increase in adolescent youth use? No, no, because it's going to take like way longer to see the effect. Of course. And, uh, we talked a little bit about this uh, beforehand as well, like depending on the geography of mm. where the uh, policy changes happened, uh, oh. the increase in use may or may not be more dramatic. So um, in this study, they give the example of Colorado. So rates of use in Colorado pre-legalization uh, were quite high anyways. Mm -hmm. So post-legalization, those rates are very unlikely to go up and it's a special Anyways, type of people right? that live in Colorado, let's be honest. Yeah, I, well, well, right? So, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> the rates are so, already high, so you're yeah, probably not so, going to see much of a change. Whereas right. if you legalize in a country that had no or high use. Or had it like, you know, severe yeah. jail time. For, right. You're, like, it's gonna you're gonna crazy, see, right? yeah, you're going to see significant changes. So there were some significant limitations mm -hmm. to the study. Mm -hmm. But I think in general, can you apply this? You know, can you take these results and, mm -hmm. and, and start applying them to the general public? I... I mean, yes and no. You have to, again, take it with a grain of sand or salt or whatever you usually take stuff Ooh. with. But, I, like, they also can't explain uh, why the use or there's that signal for increased use, right? Like, maybe it, the actual use is not increased. Maybe they're just now reporting that they're using because they're no longer going to be penalized for use, yeah. right? So it's not necessarily, you know... Th there's they're, so they're many different yeah, factors. Right? Yeah. Um, so I... Uh, um, so like, I don't know, it's, it's hard it's to, like, I think it's a positive study overall, like mm -hmm. showing that uh, legalization does not really affect use. Um, but maybe Amongst it, adolescents. Amongst adolescents, yeah. right? But maybe they should like dig into the details a little bit. Further. Is the problem not that like mm -hmm. this, this issue is so multifaceted that it's this, it almost ill-equipped to do proper studies on it? Uh, the problem, it's a qualitative, uh, it's qualitative data mm -hmm. and it's very hard to do good uh, quality qualitative studies, right? Because mm -hmm. it's all based on surveys and, and self-reporting like, and that sort of thing. Right? That's why we do the meta-analysis yeah. part. If they were mm -hmm. able to do the meta-analysis part, then we would get some good data out mm -hmm. of it. The only part that we know for sure that they did a meta-analysis on was legalization mm -hmm. for recreational purposes, which showed no statistical significance, even though there was a trend towards three out of a thousand people. They just, they're lacking right. power. They just yeah. don't have enough studies on that. Well, I would think 41 that, like, studies that are, have low bias, most of which show that there's no change. I would think it's just their heterogeneous. I think the pro whole, yeah, what's up? You tell me what you get your I, brain going. Because that that percentage is so low that factoring in gear like almost yeah, I know you can't put it in a study, but just logically thinking, people are are like a higher percentage than that not saying it to begin with because they're getting penalized. So yeah, of I would course. think that it decreased then, right? So I declare there are only eight studies that they used for legalization for recreational purposes. Right. Okay. So like that's Oh, there was different studies in each, right? Because the ones that had one studies were total, but right, then and then they split, split thirteen, the twenty, and yeah. thir and and eight or yeah. something like that. So, um, like, yeah, so legalization for rec purposes only was, had like, eight only studies. Had eight studies that they looked at, so but at like, least they're looking at evidence. Okay. Whereas, were yeah. we? Well, what's what we're saying? It's not enough, but I mean, they're saying that there isn't much of an increase and through any of these things, but these studies that they did include had pretty good methodology and were very low in bias, which means they had good methodology and they had all this other good stuff.
The problem is you can't, com they were unable to compare, they're unable to compare the studies together to give us quantitative answers. And it's not because the studies sucked, it's just that the populations they studied them in were so different, mm -hmm. right? Some were age 17, two to 17, some were 17 to 25, some were, some had hair, some didn't have hair, who knows what it was. That, But that's what adds all the heterogeneity that makes them unable to compare to each other. Not Doesn't mean that each study individual doesn't hold weight. But also mm. the type of study as well because of course, different types, types of study, of, yeah. you get different data and mm. you have different biases in right. different types of Yeah, data. so they could, right. So. so not just characteristics, but in all <laughs> characteristics, study type, study people, mm -hmm. methodology, all that kind of stuff added to the heterogeneity. But that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that the studies on their own aren't valid. It right. just means they're not able to compare them because it's mm -hmm. like comparing apples to oranges. Mm -hmm. And you can't compare those two together and say this is what the apples and this is the mango that you get because you, you just can't do that, uh, unfortunately. But if we're looking at objective evidence, you have 41 objective studies here. And 99% of them, aside from a few of them, right? Like there's one study that showed an increase of 12% and another one that showed an increase of 0.03% or whatever. There's actually three studies in the legalization of uh, cannabis for rec uses that, that showed increases. That's right. But, but they were very small. Increases. There was no, yeah. but the statistics, the, when they did their the statistics, yes, yeah. it came out to 0.03%. Right, but among individual studies. Individual studies, mm -hmm. fair. Individual studies, three studies mm -hmm. out of the 41 studies that they looked at, plus one in another category. Mm -hmm. um, did they have hypothesis? At the end of the day, it's such a small amount which is my point, instead of getting stuck on all these of fucking course. details, Vicky. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm using evidence to back up our statements. Okay, that's fair. But I mean, <laughs> I'm just giving generalizations. Uh, but I was right in the beginning. Let's just remember, let's go back to the beginning when I was right about addiction. All right, that's all that matters. Back that all, that's the only thing that matters from this whole podcast. I think what I said about addiction was that it's not a diagnosis. Oh, now she's, see, there you go. She waited this entire time. She was thinking of how I could mm. say it. No, you said it was a not not a scientific term is what you said. I said it was not a medical, medical term. But it, no, you said it was not a medical term. Okay, maybe You said I it was a sociology. Thank you. Uh, yeah. We're not getting out of that one. All right, you get enough <laughs> right in here. That's right. So at the end of the day, if we look individually, I don't think, I think what this shows us though is that we have to look at the evidence and we can't just rely on media and we can't rely on government. We can't rely on a lot of the stuff that we, we, we hear and that we see mm -hmm. and we can't rely, rely on fear-based tactics mm -hmm. that are built based in stigma to decide how we can market cannabis, how safe do we have to make our children, what things are going to affect our children. We have to look at hard facts. Mm -hmm. I would just say that, like, to add to that, you just need to critically appraise everything. Like, it's not necessarily that you can't rely on, like, sources of information, but you should always uh, view it through a critical lens, right? Yeah. Like, what, like, there's always motivation behind uh articles that are written, right? And so you just need to think about things critically mm -hmm. and appraise things critically. So, I mean, as, that's all well and good, but like humans don't operate that way. So how do we get them to operate that way? <laughs> the emotional argument always is always going to win, right? Like it's like, you know. But well, that's why we have science, man. Science I know, I, I, like, like science is my religion. Like for, for science sure, but has like, brought us further in a hundred years mm -hmm. than religion has. How do we put more importance 10, on science? Or no, how long has the world been around for? 6,400. Oh, the earth is 14.6 billion years old. 
No, but think. you know, religion th- says it's been around for five thousand seven hundred and eighty. Oh, and you're never wrong about anything. No, there's, what's that? I think the Earth is four point six. Four point six. Fourteen billion. Sounds good. Yeah, something. Like and we're living in black holes. Yeah, but how? No, no, yeah, we're okay. not living in black holes. Well, why not? We could. <laughs> uh, no, theoretically, we could. Not really. We're living in a not. Black hole. No, really, really, theoretically, we could. Watch. We don't know what's inside. We don't know what's yeah, in. You could what we know is the whole universe exists inside the black holes. Right. Perhaps. No, yeah. Yes, but thank you. Moving on. Could be. Oh, jeez. Are we talking about black holes? There's a really yeah. good documentary on Netflix. It was really fun. We called cool. uh, Black Hole Apocalypse. Black Hole Apocalypse. Mm, okay. I haven't seen that one. Wait, this is good. new? It's yeah. yeah, it's new. It's really good. It's super science. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right, everybody. I think we beat this guy down. Yep. And uh but we don't beat people. Uh, because unless we're playing hockey, we're oh, <laughs> oh unless you're welcome, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> hey, geez, hey, unless we're playing <laughs> hockey. So is it? Can we? You know, can we generalize this? How do we? How do we? What do we do for our patients because of this study? How do we? Where? How do we move forward? Are these results applicable to our population? I think they are, and I think the most important thing that we have to take into consideration is like what Doctor Vicky said. We have to critically appraise everything that's in front of us when it comes to cannabis because everybody's trying to sell us a damn story Mm -hmm. about something. There's pros, there's cons. It's not the be all end all and it's not poison. Look at the evidence. I said at the beginning, Ira, everybody has their own opinion. Mm -hmm. Ah, at the end, Al is right. Mm -hmm. But we got to look at the evidence. I'd say that the article. The the evidence is there. I don't, you know, I I have been listening and I can't make heads or tails of all that data. Need some real time data. That, that, well, that is, <laughs> that is, <laughs> he's paid. Yeah, that is real time data. What that did is take all the real time data. No, I'm, talking, I'm talking about human data, like what's really going on. Never what, mind all that malarkey. Did they study robots? <laughs> <laughs> you were paying so much yeah. attention, Al. I love you. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, but uh, well, that, that's it's just, the it's just, yeah. that made no sense other than there's no increase. But that's, that's all right. we're saying. That's, mm-hmm. that's that, basically yeah. the bottom line is what we're saying is looking at all the human evidence that's out there, like you said, there's really no change, uh, but we need more data because we couldn't, weren't we super, more context yeah. we're more able data. to uh, compare groups together. To generalize things. to our patients or patient population, I would say that this, paper supports that legalization is a positive thing and with cannabis being legalized it opens the door for more research which helps our patients mm. even if you look uh, at like research your, is more difficult right now even yeah that's true but even if you look at the hypothesis for why it's happening or the the uh, the uh, benefits of it they're all positive right right when you look at it like the the harm reduction the more education on it the like higher quality product or like all of those it's kinds a good of things, point lower cost uh, there's so many variables, right? The amount, the amount that you carry, the amount of dispensaries, legalization, yeah, is not just a simple, a simple thing. And there's so many variables that account for changes in Especially consumption, this, like it's, which makes it so hard to. Every society, I guess, is going to have to make their own decision as to how you bring in mental health. They're going to do it, thing, and it's like Jesus, like you're. you're Didn't you say some mental health thing came out? Was that you? Uh, it was a psychiatrist who was interviewed uh, by a Medscape uh, article or um, reporter. Or what something. did they say? 
she was just discussing uh she touched on psychosis she touched on uh like the gateway aspect or, or concern mm. um however she used is it there really a, a gateway concern like so this? she uh, used I it not uh, as like a gateway to hard drugs like cocaine or heroin or something like that she used it as um they're seeing that youth uh, turn to cannabis as their first substance, as opposed to tobacco now. So, uh, and so that cannabis could be a gateway to tobacco. <laughs> oh, huh. so uh, I'll give you the. But I mean, so like just I've you know, before, interesting yeah. stuff. Right? I'll give you if you want to talk about like the the myth of cannabis as a gateway drug oh, to hardline drugs. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll I give mean, you, alcohol is. I'll the give you the gateway, gate. I'll yeah. give you the gate. I'll give you the gateway theory, mm -hmm. and then I'll I'll show you how it's wrong, and that's research is. That's how research is yeah. conducted. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to cannabis as a gateway drug, you can read Diane Riley's um, uh, dissertation in 1996 that she wrote for the Honorable Pierre Nolan for the Parliament of Canada when they describe how it's actually done and why it was a, why it's a myth. So if I look at uh, and it's it has to do with selection bias, which means how we look at the evidence. If I want to know how many people in society are using uh, are using um, cannabis? Uh, who do I look at? Do I look at? But I want to know if cannabis is a gateway drug. Those who use cannabis are also You're using look at people are, are using crack. And, yeah, right. Well, if you look at people that are only using every population, every society has about a four percent hardline drug use, except mm, places that have legalization right. of all drugs, and they go down about two percent. So if, let's say most wow. societies have four percent. Uh, rate of cannabis use, or sorry, of hardline drug use. So if I was looking at um, does cannabis lead to hardline drug use, and I looked at it from the perspective of, well, I'm going to look at all the hardline drug users and see if they use cannabis. What percentage do you think of hardline drug users use cannabis? Very high. High, yeah. super fucking high, like ninety percent of them. And Probably so all smoke and right, and they all right, and yeah. they all smoke tobacco. They all do all this you shit. Just right. Throw it in so, there. And so, it. Yeah, so whatever. my yeah. conclusion would be, cannabis is a gateway drug because hardline drug users use cannabis. Mm -hmm. But now let's go to cannabis users, which make up now eighteen percent of the population, which in some populations are forty percent. Um, and let's look at them and say, how many of you use hardline drug use, hardline drugs? What are you looking at? Think it's a high percentage? I it's a no. tiny percentage because yeah. it's most of the population. Yeah. 40% of your population, it's, it's less than 4%. Mm -hmm. So if I looked at statistics, statistically, if I looked at the population of cannabis users that used hardline drugs, I would say... There's a small percentage of cannabis users that go on to use hardline drugs. Mm -hmm. That is, we call that selection bias. The studies that looked at cannabis use or at hardline drug use after cannabis use look at the hardline drug users. Mm -hmm. They're not looking at the whole population. So if you look at the whole population, you're looking at a tiny percentage of people that go on to use hardline drugs. Mm -hmm. So it's really a small percentage. So that basically throws away the myth of cannabis as a gateway drug. Same kind of way that sugar was sold to us, right? It is, pretty much. <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you, Dr. Yeah. Vicky, for coming on. Thank you, Lucas, for being there. Al, as usual, it's always a blast. Thank you. Always a blast. Shabam. All right. See you next week. Peace out. Oh, hold on. No. Wait. Not peace. No. Not peace. Not peace. I'm here. We have to plug a couple things. Yoga. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Ah, I don't even know what days. Mondays, 630. Uh, there's another day that's yoga as well. Might be Wednesdays, Mondays, Wednesdays, yoga, 
Check out Synergy Health Services for Yoga uh, in Burlington. Um, that would be awesome. Are you still there? Yeah, but here. What's up? Um, yeah, what am I, what am I doing? Well, you need to look stuff up. No, I'm not looking stuff up. Oh. I want that to be live, yo. Okay. I don't need to look nothing up. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, it's Monday and don't worry about the other day. Just figure it out. Uh, check, check, check out. I don't know if it's even on the website. It's actually. Oh, you're right. That's why you brought me my phone because I was looking for. I didn't know why you brought me my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was in an email. <laughs> you want your phone back now? Or is that, uh, is that yeah, no, we're still okay. on live. Just okay. keep it up there. All right. Um, what else can we do? Um, what else do I have to plug? SoundCloud. Uh, check out what? Check iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud YouTube. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, snippets from just the the journal parts and put those up and see if. Okay, that'll be cool. And uh, what else do we have to check out? Check out uh, Instagram, Dr. Ira Price. Check that out. And uh, Yoga is Mondays at 6 p.m. and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. There you go. See, I had Monday and Wednesday. I had the time raw. Monday and Wednesday, 6 p.m. Is that on the website? It sure is. Go check out www.synergyhealthservices.ca and uh, sign up for yoga in Burlington. Dr. Vicky is off to, where are you going tomorrow? We didn't even get a whole story out of you. It's crazy. Where are you going tomorrow? <laughs> I'm going to Inuvik, Northwest Territories. Ooh, badass. Which is uh, 250 kilometers above the Arctic Circle. Yeah. And what are you going to do there? I will uh, do pretty much everything there. She's practicing medicine there for two weeks. But All like right. uh, old school medicine, like old yeah. school doctor. So I'll be doing uh, anesthesia, emerge, hospice, mm. family medicine. Wow. Mike, everything. Did, uh, did That's pretty like freaking that. cool, man. So have an amazing time. Let us know how it goes. Mm, and is Mike going with you? Uh, yep, Mike and Jacob are going. Uh, oh, they're, you're they're taking, going for a week. Are you, you're taking, is like, like, I guess it's not that cold right now. Uh, oh, right now, it's, it's probably hotter than here yeah. because they have 24 hours of daylight right now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Extremes. That's crazy. I've been to Dawson City during the summer. It's trippy. It's really trippy. Dawson, it, Dawson's Creek. Where was that? Dawson's uh, Creek is close to Dawson's. No, there's a is that a Canadian show? In, there's a Dawson's what are you really doing? I'll just take this. Here, there's a Dawson's. Hey, folks. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You so. do... Um, uh, I have been up there during the summer. You do become a little bit manic oh, well, yeah. right. because you're like, you we don't were, feel like sleeping. We were there for so. like three or four days. Don't put that on me. It's <laughs> on you. Yeah. And uh, they have like a, they have a, like a right. crazy concert that happens at the same time. But, yeah, Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>